Hello and welcome to the Zadrunas Ilgalskis episode of the Scholar Spotlight Podcast. On today's episode, we are joined by Damian Cook. Damian, a Cohort 3 scholar and William Penn High School graduate, is currently a junior at Johnson & Wales University, majoring in food and service management. On this episode, Damian talks about where he developed his passion for cooking, his incredible experience at Disney, and where he hopes to be in 10 years. Let's rock. Damian, how are you today? I'm great. How about yourself, man? I'm doing well. I'm excited to share your story with our listeners. We want to spend some time today talking about both your academic and your culinary journey. So let's start here. When did you first develop your passion for cooking? Um, so I first developed my passion for cooking when I was about like eight years old. Um, so um, my mom is a single mother, so um, she wasn't really around that much. She was working a lot. So my grandmother was actually the one taking care of me and my younger brother. And um, I had to kind of grow up early. So um, I was asking her one day, like, uh, she made us breakfast. And I was like, Grandma, like, how, how did you make these pancakes so good? Like, they're so good. Like, can you teach me how to make it? And she was like, yeah, honey. And from that day forward, it was it started with, like, that simple pancakes and eggs, that, like, home breakfast. And then it just evolved into me, like, finding my passion in high school um, because I didn't even know I could even major in that. So um, ever since then, you know, it hasn't stopped. What did you love most about it initially? Was it the food? Was it spending time with your grandmother? Um, initially it was spending time with my grandmother. Um, like I call it like she was my second mom, you know? So, um, and uh, I really got like that home feeling and I really, she taught me a lot. She gave me a lot of advice and I still keep, you know, that advice home with me. And I not only like give it to my younger brother, but my friends and, uh, my other acquaintances that I uh, meet in the work life. What was the best piece of advice she gave you? Whew, uh, so much. <laughs> um, well, for one thing, <laughs> uh, common sense ain't so common. And uh, two, uh, never stop uh, believing in yourself and keep going no matter what. And literally, I hold that dear to my heart. You know, I've had a lot of obstacles in my life, but I've never stopped believing in myself and I never stopped being determined. As you kept going, you attended William Penn high school and you met a really influential instructor named chef pool how valuable yes. was his mentorship in high school who so valuable um he was literally um that father figure in my life like we got so close on a personal level and uh, when i was you know telling him my story and how i like developed my my love for cooking and i wanted to learn so much more he literally took me under his wing you know um, he did. He taught me so much. Like I started, I started, you know, at the lowest level, you know, dishwashing and then started going all the way up into working these events at the riverfront for one thing. And um, it was crazy because I was only 15 years old. You know, they'd never seen like someone working someplace at the riverfront. It was insane. So um, I never stopped. And he's got me a lot of scholarships through ProStart and through the Crop Foundation. And he's even still continue giving me advice um, as I attend Johnson & Wales right now. When did you first meet him? Um, I first met him, I want to say, when I was uh, 
just interviewing uh, when we were going through the process to uh, apply for high school, so when I was 15. And you talk about him helping you secure scholarships, jobs on the riverfront. What are some of the most valuable lessons that he's taught you, whether it be in the kitchen or outside of the kitchen? Uh, in the kitchen, um, it's okay to make mistakes. And I know that sounds like so simple, but it, it really it really hit home because I, like in the kitchen, I thought, you know, working beside him, I had to be perfect like all the time, you know, because he was known throughout the state, you know. So it was, it was kind of intimidating and um, I was kind of nervous and anxious, especially when we went out and we worked events at the riverfront. But nonetheless, like even in class, you know, I made a lot of mistakes, but it was part of the learning experience. And I was kind of naive back then and I wasn't really paying attention to him. But, you know, now that I'm older, I really, you know, understand what he was trying to teach me. As you continue to succeed in the kitchen, you were also thriving academically and met the specific criteria that we have for Delaware College Scholars. What motivated you to apply to DCS as a rising junior in high school? So um, I remember my guidance counselor, Miss Moffitt. I will never forget her. Um, she was holding this uh, event um, in the auditorium one day, and Chef Paul actually got the uh, the flyer for it. And he told me that it would be a great experience, and I should go. And they only select a few students in our high school, and I was selected. So um, I think he recommended me, actually. He never told me, but I think he did. Um, so I went, um, and it was me, somebody else that was in my culinary class, Javier, and um, another person from my uh, high school. And we all just went together. Like, these, these two were the only ones I knew. So it was uh, us three and then, like, nine other students, so 12 all together. And we just sat through that uh, program, and she was telling us this program, this Delaware College Scholars program and how it like helps uh, first generation college students and it like gets you prepared for the SATs because I, I wasn't even thinking about SAT prep um, right. and SAT prep at the time was really expensive so I definitely wasn't thinking about it and then um, she was going through all that and she was like here's the real kicker you know it's free you know and I was like free Nothing in life is free. What do you mean? <laughs> but she told us it was free, and uh, they, they really get you prepared. And it was, like, the dorm life, too. And I've, like, never experienced, like, living by myself or with, you know, strangers before. So it really intrigued me, and I applied, and nonetheless, I got in. What did you expect when you arrived at St. Andrews that first year? Well, <laughs> I know what to expect, to be honest. Um I was surprised on like how beautiful it was. Like that was my like it was it was so nice and I was like, Wow, like I'm gonna love it here. And like I said, um it was me and two other students, so those two were the only ones I knew. And we actually got the bond even closer um during this experience and uh doing the SAT prep and meeting all our different instructors and uh it was it was just such a great experience and uh it definitely made me more it got me out of my shell and I definitely became a more social person. You'd be a good podcaster because you kind of lead me right into my next question here of how did DCS <laughs> help you grow as both a student, uh, but also as a person? So, um, as a person, it definitely, like I said before, it brought me out of my shell. I was very nervous and very anxious and, um, I definitely wouldn't go out of my way to start conversations with people. Um, 
but definitely um everyone was very welcoming that was my it was so surprising we pulled up and everyone was so excited and i was like what is going on you know it's like cool experience and as a student um it definitely taught, taught me discipline i know like i said i was naive as a young kid uh, as a sophomore in high school and uh, with the SAT prep and the uh, different humanities classes we had to take and the financial aid classes we were taking, it definitely brought college. It definitely made me believe that college uh, could definitely be in my future and I wouldn't stop anything like financial aid or anything like that to pursue my dreams. When did you first learn that you could attend a university for culinary arts? I was very fortunate enough uh, that Chef Hole had the many uh, contacts that he did. And um, he got me in touch with the admissions representative at Johnson Wells for our area. Her name is uh, Valerie Smith. I love her to death also. <laughs> uh, she came one day to our class. Um, this was when I was a sophomore, so I was 16 at the time. And she gave a presentation on Johnson Wells University. And um, at first, I heard university, so I was like, well, this is a university. Like, I didn't think culinary arts was like a major. I thought this was just like a trade. And um, no, it was really cool. And she was talking about how it's not only a culinary school, but since it is a university, uh, we get the academic side of that, too, and the Greek life and this, like the sports and everything. So that was really astonishing to me because before, all I've heard was Dell Tech because I know they had a culinary program there and uh, Culinary Institute of America, which is a private uh, institution. And after you left that meeting your sophomore year, did you know at that moment, Johnson & Wales, this is the place for me and I have to go here? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, Valerie, she, uh, Chef Paul, like he did a really good job because she sold me on it right away. And I, uh, she kept in contact with me throughout the years, um, even, like, even as a 16-year-old. And she got to see me grow through ProStart and through the Crop Foundation, and she saw me, like, really hone my craft. And I, like, there was, like, new, there was uh, the news people that came to, like, do interviews with us at our school, and it was, it was really the same experience, and, you know, they made it, they made all of that happen, and by the time I was a senior and I went to apply, it was, like, it was really easy, you know, so I'm not gonna lie, like, I'm, I'm thankful for all those uh, experiences that they, you know, put me through, and I definitely, I'm very thankful, very humble for that experience. You wind up at Johnson & Wales University, and you have a pretty remarkable sophomore year filled with experiences. Start by telling our listeners where you were in the fall of your sophomore year and what that experience was like. I was fortunate enough to have a study abroad experience um, in my sophomore year at Johnson & Wales, so I got to go to Europe, and um, I, was, I actually stayed in Florence, Italy. And I stayed at the Florence University of the Arts, and um, I was there for about like two and a half months. And um, I got to like meet the chef there, and I got to learn a lot about the Italian cuisine. And not only that, but we got to travel to the different countries around that. So we went to Germany, we went to Belgium, we went to France and Spain, and we even got lucky enough to uh, go, get on a plane and go to London as well and learn about the cuisine there for a few days. So it was a really crazy experience. And Chef Paul was uh, fortunate enough to help me with scholarship money because I had leftover scholarship money. I didn't even know that until he told me. And so I got to use that money to pay for everything. What did you learn most about Italian cuisine during your two-month stay? 
everything is fresh. Um, even when you go to a grocery store, like when people go grocery store, uh, when they go uh, shopping there, you have to go shopping every three days because your food will go bad. Like everything is fresh. They don't use no additives, no GMOs, nothing like that. After you arrived back in the States from Florence, you immediately hopped on a plane to go to Disney for your next internship for the winter of your sophomore year. Explain to our listeners how you navigated the internship process and ultimately landed this prestigious internship. It was really, that, that was really crazy too. Um, so um, uh, initially, um, I didn't even know Disney was a, a culinary option because from what we was told in the past, it was for people who were like into marketing or into entertainment because that's what they are, an entertainment business. Um, but there was uh, a chef that uh, came by and he gave a presentation and I went to that presentation and they were telling us about the restaurants that they had at the parks and that they weren't, they weren't like the typical casual restaurants. They were actually like fine dining and upscale. And so um, I applied. Um, this was my sophomore year. And um, I didn't believe I was going to get in, but I got accepted for an interview. And so uh, a few months later, I went to the interview and I completely bombed the interview. Like when I say I bombed the interview, I was like so nervous. And like the questions the chef was asking me should have been easy questions, but um, I was so nervous. I, I let my nerves get to me, but um, he kind of saw that. So he switched to like more personal, uh, personal questions and he got to know like my passion through my grandmother. And like I told him the same story I just told you. And he really liked me because like two minutes after that interview, I got the email saying I got in. So it was pretty, pretty crazy. I've never been to Disney before, before then. So I got to experience the magic behind the scenes and uh, as a guest. So it was pretty cool. Walk us through your experience and maybe even share what a day in the life of Damien at Disney looked like. How long are you there? What specific restaurant are you working at? Yeah, so um, I was there from uh, December all the way up to February, so I was there for three months. Um, I've never, I'd never flown before, so that was a pretty crazy experience too. So it was like a, it wasn't that long of a flight, but um, they picked us up right at the airport. It was like me and five other uh, intern students, and they were from all over the globe. Actually, like there was two people from Korea, there was uh, one person from Japan. And then there was like a few other people from the States, um, from California and et cetera. And um, when we got there, they gave a whole like presentation. We, and we actually had our own apartments, which was not that far from the parks. So that was pretty cool. I've never like lived in an upscale apartment before. And then they had their own bus, bus shuttles and they literally took us everywhere we needed to go. So that was pretty cool. And um, I can't really tell too much because uh, we signed these <laughs> agreements. Um, you know, Disney's up, up there. So, but um, we went through the training and everything. And um, I worked in Hollywood Studios at 50s Prime Time. So it's like this uh, 50s restaurant, and they have like uh, pot roast and like chicken, uh, like grilled salmon. It's like really extravagant stuff. And I never like worked on a line before. So it was like my first line cook physician, and it was pretty cool. I started like like cold prep and salads, and then worked my uh, worked my way up to fry and saute and grill, and then they even let me do expo for my last week. And the chef there, he really walked me everywhere, and I got to like 
really meet the uh, heads of the the park that I worked at. And uh, he actually uh, told me that I, I could come back when I graduate uh, college. So that was pretty cool. For those of us that might not be familiar with the lingo, can you just explain to our listeners what expo means? Expo is uh, expediting. So this is when uh, once the uh, cooks produce the dish or whoever like ordered whoever ordered the food, uh, you have to make sure everybody from the table got the food. And then you call the waitresses and everything to pick up the food and take it to the guests. You mentioned being nervous in your interview process for this internship. What were your nerves like when you arrived at Disney and you were working there from December to February? Believe it or not, I actually wasn't nervous. Um, I was like super excited, like just because I haven't been to Disney. So even though I was, <laughs> even though I was like nineteen, you know, I should have been, should have been acting like an adult. I literally was a child, <laughs> so because I never got to experience that even as a kid. So um, I just soaked up all the magic, even like taking pictures with Mickey and everything. It was really cool, and I loved it. What types of relationships were you able to cultivate with your fellow interns? Um, I got to um, learn a lot uh, culturally. Um, so Disney is really cool about uh, being very inclusive. So um, they don't really, when we had to sign up for those um, apartments and they, we had to get dorms and everything like that, I was uh, literally with people not only from the different parts of the country, but from all over the globe. So I had a roommate who was from France and I had another roommate who was from Germany and um, we all were culinary majors. So that was even cool that how it's not only me that got it, the culinary internship, but it was people all over the globe that got it as well. And I got to learn a lot about their cuisines and how they like eat and uh, the different stuff, the different stuff like that. What was your biggest takeaway from your experience? Um, oof, that America is <laughs> not all that. <laughs> I mean, uh, just that, um, it really opened my eyes to like global cuisine because I've, I've never even thought about that. I, ju- I was just coming back from a, a study abroad experience and I was in Europe and I experienced all that. And it really like made me like really want to go back um, even after university when I graduate and uh, try to like go back to France and even land a job there or an internship there and work for like some of the best chefs on the planet. For our listeners that may not know, you have already earned your culinary degree from Johnson & Wales and only have the academic portion left. So, during COVID-19, how are you continuing to work and improve on your craft each day? So, um, I'm fortunate enough that I do have a job. I work at uh, two restaurants in Delaware right now since I am back home. Um, I work at Timothy's at the Riverfront, so I'm a host and a server there. And I got that job just because I wanted to do uh, front of the house and I wanted to see how that works. And then I also just got this new job uh, at a line cook position at Stewart's Brewing Company in Bear. So um, I'm back in the kitchen cooking as well. So that's how I'm like focusing everything at home and I'm holding my craft at home. Yeah. So even though I'm not at school uh, in the labs. As you near the end of your time at Johnson & Wales, what are your career aspirations in the food industry? Um, my goal is to eventually um, own my own restaurant one day, probably like 10 years down the line. But before I do, I want to travel and learn as much about different types of cuisine as possible and to like really open my eyes to what type of restaurant I want to open when it's that time.
Got you. So you're still unsure of what type of restaurant. You still want to explore and sort of see what best suits you. Yes, <laughs> that's right on the money. <laughs> Got you. We're going to transition here to our Mad Minute segment, rapid fire, Q&A between you and me. We'll start you off easy. First question, favorite food? Favorite food is definitely pizza. Favorite meal to make? Favorite food to make is chicken fricassee. First job? First job is, well, a cook. <laughs> Where? Uh, a cook at, at Green Turtle. Favorite song? Favorite song is uh, Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. <laughs> Hidden talent. Hidden talent is I can dance like Michael Jackson. <laughs> favorite movie. Uh, favorite movie is uh, Save It Private Ryan. Coffee or tea? Uh, tea. Most influential teacher or professor, and I think I might have an idea who you might say with. Uh, <laughs> fool. What are you watching on Netflix right now? Um, Big Mouth. <laughs> favorite DCS memory. Going to uh, Lehigh Valley. What lesson do you still carry with you from DCS? What lesson? Um, I want to say never give up and never let your past uh, slow you down. Like I said before, I didn't even think college was even in the picture. And definitely DCS definitely helped me, you know, discipline my mind and better prepare myself to take that next step forward in my life and in my career. And I know the answer to this question but I'll ask it again. In 10 years, I will be blank. I might be owning my own restaurant. And then our last segment, same two questions to each guest. Ring the bell. What's one piece of advice you would give to your 16-year-old self? Even when life uh, gets tough, never stop believing in yourself and keep chugging forward. And then the last one, the hard-hitting question of this podcast, what's your why? Um, my why is from my grandmother. Um, she fortunately passed away a few years ago, but she's the one who made me believe. She's the one who got me in my passion, and she was the, she's the one that's, you know, I'm always thinking about, and I'm always keep chugging for it. I appreciate you sharing that, and I know that you're making your grandmother proud every single day. So thank you so much. appreciate you sharing your story with our listeners, and we'll talk soon, okay? Yeah, thank you, man.